How you doing everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of PG and Dax Real Football Podcast. This week we're joined by the Cumberland Management Team, Tony McAnally and Mark Cameron. We'll also have a special wee guest appearance for committee man Jock Sanderson. It's a right good laugh this episode so stay tuned for it. Don't forget, this episode is sponsored by FitCBD. They have a full range of organic plant-based products that will help with any sleep issues, joint pain, back pain or if you struggle with anxiety. I use the CBD oil at night myself. Cut of drops under the tongue, honestly, what a sleep you get where I'd highly recommend it. The 500mg strength oil is ideal if it's your first time using CBD. And for a 20% discount, use the code PGDAC20. Enjoy the episode. Cheers. Right, right everybody, here we are at Cumberland Juniors. We've got John, the gaffer Tony and Brian for the assistant manager. You signing? Honestly. I used to play here. 15 minutes and I've got signed with the boys. <laughs> Tony! Tony, listen, I, I used, used to, to play, I used here. To play here. Every club. Oh, I used to come down here. And watch the boys with strip on. <laughs> Only way you doing, we've seen the sign for Auckland Lakes. Like, I used to play for them and all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Tony, Brian Cole. That's what he used to do. <laughs> Tony, Brian Cole, thanks for having us. And this is Jock. Jock's on the committee. He's been with the club since he's been born, basically. So brilliant to have him on it as well. Just to do a wee walk around and see all the great work that's getting done at Cumnock. Let's go, boys. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Boys are in. We've got my runners board here. The best two things was uh, the 79 89 Cup Finals when we won the Scottish Cup. That was it, brilliant, brilliant days. So you look at that board, do you see the good history the clubs had, brilliant history? Well, it's still in the Cup today, a wee bit, yeah, but aye, it's. No pressure, Tony. Aye. The history of the club there, founded in 1912, uh, we had our centenary then, 2012. That was a brilliant time as well. I'm, I'm just looking at this, this is uh, for when Faz was on. So apparently, we won this when I was here. I wasn't playing, obviously. <laughs> we won this when I was here, apparently. But I don't remember it, to be honest with you. I think he's, he forgot to tell you that either. Ah, you were one of these squiddles that got us. I should have been on the Saturday, like, the game's a Friday night, because on the Saturday, what the fuck is it? So we'll so yeah. get be hitting, Tony. PG, you can go and go and go and go and go and Put a wee on the board for coming, okay. First ever West of Scotland, that would be nice. That would be good, aye. Never won it. 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 Never won and fucking Ayrshire in here. <laughs> Honestly, brilliant man. It's legit. <laughs> you got a receipt for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that's the one in Burton did they buy it. So we've got the view camera, uh, which will film all the games and all the training sessions that we've got. So Monday night what we plan to do is bring the boys in here for maybe 10-15 minutes, go over what we see on a Saturday, uh, make improvements, maybe make that the theme for the week. What we're going to do is so the telly will go in the water and we'll get the boys in here probably after training and uh, 
just work on them, just see, try to improve all the players. I was just saying, I think it's ridiculous, man. Every, and here, see all the people out there that hang, well, Senior clubs now, we're classed as, but all junior clubs, look at the setup that some of these clubs have got. Yeah. We rooms to do analysis, analysis and stuff like that, so it's a big deal. This is how serious we take our football. This well, we'll focus on key things like goals against, goals for, set pieces, any phase of play, any of these kind of areas, we'll just focus on them, small 15 minute. And then you, you look at that, right? you're, you're going to be talking about all that stuff and you'll have a review cam that. Think back to when you were players or just started management. That should have been fucking pie in the sky. It should have been ridiculous to think that this was something that was possible, you know what I mean? Somebody's going to get caught doing other things. The other good thing about the VO is as well, we can clip it and maybe send individual clips to each ah, player and say this is how you done on Saturday. Strikers, defenders, midfielders. How much of a difference do you think that will make to players being aware of what they're doing? It's like, even when we were playing yeah, the odd club would do a bit of YouTube stuff, but it wasn't a, a massive amount of detail in it. Now you're actually able to send boys away. Do you know that'll help them prepare for next games or even understand their game a lot better? Because you know what it's like with players, they start going, oh no, I didn't do this ring, I didn't do that ring. You're like, well, I can show you now. Mm -hmm. you yeah, yeah, it should, it should develop them as well, because not only are you going to show them the weaknesses, you've shown them strengths Aye. as well. Mm -hmm. And that's the areas you work on. So things like if they've dropped a runner across or something like that, you Aye. can point that out. Because as you know, as night follows day, a player will come in and go, that wasn't he mine. Aye, you can say, well there it is there, you were on the number eight, he's, he's dropped you, and he's in the box and he's got a header off. And sometimes you might, not even you might not even have to tell them, because they know they've got aye, that camera there, so they're not aware, that we've got aware, aye. We'll trial it all during pre-season, see your training aye. and games and stuff like that, we'll trial it till we get it spot on and then when we send it away we'll man. get exactly what we're actually looking for. I'm blown away when you came down to clubs and you're seeing the watches, what I was saying to Tony and Branco, and Jock me right down, I say, I've never been doing it coming up. It's, uh, I'm one of the lower league junior players I've never been up you're there. You're a good team, mate. But I came in big time, new Hollywood, new uh, yeah. camera crew. Yeah. 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 Clubs, man, nice to come. Clubs, clubs have never wanted to us before. Let's, let's, let's. And these socks on. These socks on. These socks on. See, before we get to the management room, if anybody from Cumberland's watching, just get out of here, your internet now. Fire that, and that's your code. Get that for free, don't worry about it. Fucking save yourself a fortune. Joe, can you go and get the boys a couple of clear socks? Right. I am in base here. We've got the management room here. You can see all the healthy stuff in your fridge. What? What's that? Nice stair Even look at this. I mean. Who's in the tour? But I'm sure it was Sorry. the boys in your actually. He's just taking it. Remember, this was his club. Yeah, this was, this was PG's number. Look, can we get that one thing? That was him, that was him when he was coming up, 15, just at the side of the party or just at the dugout. I was, I was running up in the side. I was sub number four, I don't remember being that high up. Is that why you always had a flag in your head? John, I don't need a view as well, mate. No, so this is what it is, get off on a hint, take it, you just come in, Tony, and this is a lot of your time spent with the backroom staff, with with Michael Stewart, stuff like that, just in here, getting through stuff for match day. Match day, preparation for the week, themes for the week, um, what players we need to identify, you know, scouting, whatever it is we need to do. Obviously, the, the board's blanking out, but typically what we've got is themes for training, phases of play, we know what we're going to work on week to week, where our weaknesses are, where our strengths are, who we're trying to uh, bring to the club. You know, we'll do, we'll throw some tactical stuff about there and, you know, everybody the way I, I work with my management teams, I give them a big, big say in how we work. It's not just 
myself, I, I, I'd be silly not to use the experience of Mark mm -hmm. and Stuart and Biscuit. And we do talk about the opposition and we throw it in. Where, where you know, teams will be weak, where they're strong, where we're good, where we're, we're brilliant, you know, and how to actually beat the opposition. So we do a lot of tactical stuff in here. Yeah, we, do, we do a bit of player analysis of our own guys as well. We do. Bookings for, time, right. times of bookings and all that. Yeah. Just one one of our players. Yeah, the the yeah. Yeah. best it was, but I love how Tony says that that's blank. It wasn't a blank when I came in. I know I've been there. <laughs> One thing I like, and I've already said this, is how the manager's office is a fucking mile away from the players' bedroom, so we don't hear all our shouts. Don't even realise that we Here, so the fans didn't know I had snuck in, <laughs> so I thought I was in the squad every week, but I wasn't. See, see, just look at the dressing room, great space, brilliant. I know a, a bit of luck's been put in as well. The one thing for me, just when we've come up and met the boys and the boys in the committee, is what well, is the usual problem? We tell me how much work he's actually have to day to get things up to scratch for the license. I didn't realise how how particular everything was to try and get it. That's what I was talking about. I mean it's something that we didn't know is that you have to have twenty two pegs. I mean even minute detail like that it's it's good. This is one thing we really enjoy is that for guys that are sales job, people get to see what the committee's day. Like we had it when we were doing it Paul and Murdy and it's like People just think that I used to turn up pick a team, day a bit of training and that and go to part and play. I don't think people realise how much is well, goes on behind the scenes? And particularly down here, I was speaking to a couple of committee members, and we'll touch on it when we're, we're sitting down later about the community hub stuff he's are doing. I think that's incredible the work that's going on that the club are doing for the community. I think it's absolutely massive. See, sorry, for you, I know what I love about coming up. As I said, I've not been really down here as a player, but it's got that feel, proper feel, right. man. It's just like. It's old school, but it's up to date. You get me? I know it's maybe sounds a wee bit kinda, but it's not lost its roots. It's the original building. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I love all that. And it just there's, still, feels... there's still more improvements to come here. So what we're going to do is take down this wall and that wall, and that will make twenty-five percent more bigger dressing room for the boys. We'll close this door here and we'll put the pegs all the way along. So we'll, we'll make that longer there. And that'll give us so this that whole area. Will come out. Uh, that'll all come out and then... What's going to be the plan then? Because uh, Mr Orr was telling us that he's kind of get the... Can I see like you see a lot of the clubs have the individual bits for the players? See if that one's up, is that something he's going to be looking at? We will look at that. Well, beyond, beyond that, there's a kind of boiler room which will become the players' boot room as well. Uh, that'll be converted as well. So that's what we're going to do is take that down and as, as Mark says, just go through the door and that'll be the boot room and there'll maybe be some kit room in there as well. It just, it just shows me, lads, and, and I take my hats after you really be yourselves in the club. There's no much football been played in the last year, but by fuck how much stuff's been getting done at clubs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not stopping, you're, 
This is a new dressing room we're trying to make for the referee because uh, we've got to make space for four uh, officials. Because mm -hmm. the license is well. Make it weird, Jock, man. We don't need for referees on this thing. And uh, we've got to put a table and chairs in there for them as well. Oh, brilliant, mate. Good to see you. Great, Great. 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 All this great work's been done right, and then this is the away dressing room, and it is a proper get it right up you. Get the fuck off us today. I like this because it is shite in terms of compared to the home dressing room. I like that, man. It's. Well, maybe the UB.
they'll bring a couple of bus loads and we'll take a couple of bus loads up as well. So. Tell us, a, Jock, you, you're a man to be able to tell us, what's some of the work that you've done at the park to get up to the standard for the licence? Well, you want to put this down like? No, just no, in terms just, uh, what, what details will uh, have to be brought in? But uh, obviously inside, but you got all that there done inside to bring it up to scratch. Kenneth Blake's a new referee's room and well, different things as you've seen it's been done in there. A doping room we needed need We've got a doping room there, yeah. we've got ah, a medical room. Uh, females, ah. female referees room. Ah. Um, a doping room, she's usually got the boys taking gear before you. Alright, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it going to do well? <laughs> so Max would be saying me dopey and I'm sitting there like that. Uh, for lights, the floodlights and all that, they're, they were all in place when this got built up. So, so you need all uh, these things, disabled toilet facilities uh, as well. There's defibrillators. Um, there's an awful lot of stuff that you, done, you need to do behind the scenes. Uh, made, made you ladies, there's something like 160 criteria. So if you take away, the, see the football side, you know, you've got to be licensed coaches, you've got to be a licensed coach for. Yeah, the goalie, qualified then you've physio. got to have qualified physio, you've got to have a, a, a recognised doctor, you've got to have a doping room, you've got to have a separate room for a medical fe room. female uh, assistant referees or referees, you've got to have a certain size, uh, a way dressing room, home dressing, how many pegs, and then you start to add on, the VO is just a wee bit above, but there's a whole Scary raft of criteria you've nice. got to do, um, but you know the club's done brilliant. Oh definitely. Yep. See, even the academy stage as well you've got to do an Aye. awful lot of criteria you've got to Just show you in it the work that clubs need to put just to just to get to this level, do you know what I mean? It's it's unbelievable. Just before we finish up here and I know we're gonna take it into the, the the social social committee the social room. Um what's the best memory for you on this part? Just a quick one after after your best memory down here. Branco. Since we've been here. No, just anyone in general, have you got anything for us, Branko? It's been that long yeah, since you kicked up yeah, off. It's been that <laughs> long, yeah. No, What's probably, it? as a playing capacity, obviously my days here, but it was grass um, when I was at the Buffs, so we had um, many good days here against Cumnock. But um, for Tony and I, I think it's probably where we're running at the tail end of the season. Aye, six clean sheets, yeah. eight games unbeaten. Oh, and yeah, and so we'd only just been in the door. Um, I remember coming down here actually uh, the shots and we beat coming up 5-3 in the Scottish Cup. That was a brilliant game. You couldn't have. No, you couldn't have. Don't leave <laughs> it. <laughs> it was an absolutely phenomenal game and we won 5-3 and it was real old school. You know, round about the terrace and all the shots fans were down there coming up three quarters and it was mobbed and it was a fantastic game. It went 1-0, 2-1, two, two, 2 each, 3-2. It was a real ebb and flow and then we just pulled away from coming up. But that was a fantastic day on the old grass park. And hopefully, hopefully, meant to come. Jock, I'll let you finish it on this. You've been a fan and part of the club all your days, mate. What's your best memory here coming up? Townhead Park? Uh, I think when we won the Cup in 89, I was part of the committee at that time. And uh, after it was all by, we came back here and walked out bus, and all the fans got in here, and they were just mingling with the players, and it was just a Absolutely an excellent day. No pressure, uh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think Tony will manage to help us help us out there again. I'm in Branco. Love that. Love that. Confidence in the management team. Love. That's what it's all Let's about. Let's get ourselves into the social club. Got a couple of jars. Okay. <laughs> right, that's us inside the social club. I tell you what, Dak, this is some place, isn't it? Yeah, what honestly. a setup. Jumping man. What about the young team on the Venoms through there? <laughs> I can't believe we can do a podcast about football. 
and I'm asking Branco and Tony, is it a, is it a travel lodge? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can stay and get on it, you know what I mean? Unbelievable, Jeff. Brilliant. But we'll get into it. We'll talk a wee bit about previous footies and then we'll go back on to what your hopes and aspirations are for the coming season. So, first one, we'll start. Do you know what? Sorry, Tom, we'll start with Branco since he's, he's, uh, he's mentioned that a couple of times, right? <laughs> Captain, design, captain of the Buffs Scottish Cup winning team in 99 tell us a bit about that how was that side because Faz has obviously spoken about it when he was on how do you think that side was very very good I was fortunate to be part of that squad and I don't know if it was just luck or how it managed to happen you know great boys off the pitch great guys in the dressing room great guys on the pitch and I know Faz touched on some of the things um, like as, as a squad as, as players but I used to take I used to love getting stick off opposition fans, but five, ten minutes to go, if we were going to be one now, I would tell them, we're going to beat you. No. And it wasn't arrogant again. We were just confident how we were as a squad and how we were as, as players. It was just, it was never say die. And we just kept plugging away and we believed in ourselves. But there was just so much about that squad. It was, I mean, they could grind out results. We had guys that would just keep plugging away and, and grind you down, but we also had very, very talented footballers. I think that's quite a big thing. Like you see people talk about, and I apologise for mentioning their name here, but you see people talk about Talbot where it's not always pretty, but see to be winners, you've got to do that. I played for the Talbot, so I didn't. CJ's <laughs> <laughs> doing that, right? I wouldn't say that too late. <laughs> Tony and Franco back me up, right? We come to Cumnock, right? And it is legit. You did play. You showed me one wee YouTube where you scored a goal for Cumnock, right? I'll give you that. <laughs> but I'm sitting having a great conversation with Tony and Branco. Good football guys, three good football guys, right? <laughs> and you're chapping Wendy, summoning me up to the office, mate. It's not your club, mate. Right? <laughs> right, mate I'm trying to make this, this as professional as possible. No, the guys understand. We're talking about a license and all that. Well, no fucking St. Rock's not carrying on no, being a bit of nonsense. I'm only kidding because I like St. Rock's. a good team. Right? <laughs> it was like he'd missed on the one. The kill! The kill! Give me a son. So, we've already spoken about one Scottish Cup as a player. Tony, how was winning the Scottish as a manager with shots? Brilliant. Similar to Branco. Um, great group of boys, all young. Um, Average average wage, 32 quid. <laughs> 32 quid, the boys were on. Brown team spirit. And, Are you uh, that, that serious? I'm being serious. See, that's, you're laughing, mate. I'm, just, that wasn't I'm laughing because I didn't hear him properly. I thought he said average age of 32 quid. No, I was no, like, no. Then I realised once. I know, once he said that, I realised, obviously. Yeah, but that, that, that group of boys, special group of boys, had a great togetherness. Um, just grew as the season went on. We knew we had a, a decent side. Um, at the start of the season but I thought you were lucky <laughs> <laughs> well aye but as I say they were a good good team really good team we rode a lot in some rounds as you do in the Scottish I remember playing uh, Canoe we should have been beat up there uh, drew two each to them back and, and beat them 4 nothing. well it's funny you're saying that because when Faz was talking about you was nearly lost to the port you was nearly lost to them and you're like a club that you should never have been losing to but it's one of the days. It's cut football, Bobbly pitch, nothing was going for us. Just had a real off day and we got out of jail. Mm. Seriously. 
Can you always manager is the, the manager up at uh, Elgin, mm -hmm. Gavin Price, but they were a good side. Aye. And see, to be honest with you, they should have beat us in the day. Mm -hmm. But we took them back, beat them 4-0. But just the whole cup run, you just had a feeling about it. And we ended up getting up that season as well, and we won the League Cup as well. I remember that season. season, so we had a great season. I remember kind of reasonably well that time, because nobody's expected you to do what you did. And did you know something like 13 games in the one month? Aye, we played, uh, it was actually 17 games in 29 days we played. And that included a week off uh, preparation for the Scottish Cup. And even then we didn't have a week, we were told to play on a Monday night. So the Talbot had a week off, we had five days off. And we Still beat them in the final. Nah. How many well, rain dances did you have that season? <laughs> <laughs> rain dances the pitch? Well, no, they, they're a special group of boys and they're all still tight as anything. I speak to them often. A great group and uh, some talented boys. As well, it was like, you're still in a group chat, you know, Brian, yeah, yeah. So so boys, so and then boys. your boys are probably still in a group chat. You still, still play charity games and things like that as well. You still that. see things, I still see wee snippets of boys I know on Twitter and stuff like that, and you always see them going, or oh, cut one inside then, and they all get together and all that, or they're all teaming that. I love to see that, because I always try and stay in contact with as many people as I can that I played with. Unfortunately, we didn't win fucking very much, mate. So, it was just, you, just a good rest of You said something, so, but didn't you? Oh, mate, it's even now, mate. Not me. This is the only stage I've been on and nobody in the buff. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's still early. Well, I mean, they're all serving venom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I've known you that they could get a venom in here and tell I've seen somebody way once. They're helping contribute to the club. This is right. right. I know. I know we're talking about the club, right? This is this is this is goes in the club, right? But we come into Cumnock, right? Cumnock Social Club. The facilities are amazing. Tony, Branco, committee have all been brilliant. Brings out a social club, amazing hospitality, and I'm thinking, ah, social clubs jumping. I'm going. They're all going to know who we are, PG. I sat me around. And me and you walked in as Hollywood and a bit, a bit, a bit of Hollywood, a wee bit of Bootsport. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> 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 no, Hollywood. 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 Tied for the gaffer and Branco. <laughs> Tony, Branco, how he's doing? Not the, the red carpet suit and all but that. But there's a there's a future generation of PG and Dak followers in there. Yeah, now. So we're hoping to set up to a new market. Yeah. The young team. <laughs> brilliant, honestly, brilliant. Right. So back on to the reason we're here. Yeah. Two venoms, Amy, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've went on to Pollock. Obviously, arguably the biggest club at our level. How was your time there? Loved it. I was. Four and a half, five years at Pollock. Um, you've come in and it's been a bit of a tough time at the start. Oh, it was a it? shit show. It was I mean, the fact show. that they went down when you've you've mm -hmm. come in at Christmas time, haven't you? Aye. I, I've come in and there's I think nine league games to play, and uh, we were still in the league cup or something like that. And uh, the nine league games, I think we won three or four of them, lost three or four, and drew one. And we went down in goal difference, I think. Um, but the team was miles. It was miles. Average age of the team was about thirty-five. You know, they had been good players in their day, but it needed changes, and, and Pollock needed modernised, big time. You know, it looks a massive club on the outside, but see when it was inside, it was like a bowling club, if I'm being honest with you. And it really needed modernised. No training facilities, every week I had to phone up, 
can I get this, can I get that? It wasn't a, it wasn't a good place, so we just thought, rip up and start again. And we said to them, listen, this is a long-term gig. This is a three, five-year job. And uh, after about 18 months, we had won the league with a record number of points. We'd won the evening times. Then I think we won the League Cup. And then we got to the final in Scottish mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. in two years. So what we what we thought we would achieve was really accelerated and the crowds kept coming back. But Pollock is a club, fantastic club. I love my time there. I had some brilliant players. Um, some of the people that backed me, Franny, Mc, Franny McNeil, God rest him. You know, Ian McFarlane was terrific. Stuart McDonald, brilliant as well. You know, the lifeblood, Big Dell, who you've met, the kit man, superb. Um, but I'd, I was fortunate, I had great players, I had guys like... Carlo Monte was running them up, putting all the goals aye. on that YouTube and all that. Fixed yeah. bases. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I was really lucky, some of the players that I had, and they gave me carte blanche to bring it in, so... They've not got, believe it or not, they've not got the biggest budget in the world, Paul. They, every penny is a prisoner, but you've got to use it wisely, so... Having to bring in Jordan Longmuir, Paul Gallagher, Mark Sideserf, Tam Hanlon, the two Winters brothers, the you two McCanns. They're not paying you anymore, you don't need but, to say but, that. But they were really brilliant pros, Aye. really good players, and it was a privilege to manage you guys. Sure, really you get relegated right after think, that. Think, <laughs> see, for me, do you think that it helps, Tony? And I know I'll, this one will fire out to Branco, because I know Branco, PG will touch on it, has been a gaffer on that as well. It helps that you know a lot of good players, so they're no interested in money in it. I like to think with a lot of players. Like, listen, let's be honest, players get a raw deal, don't they? Where they think they're only doing things for money. But let's be honest, players can be loyal if they like playing for a manager. Absolutely, so I had a manager that likes a Tam for you, Tam yeah. Hanley, Siding, all that. They want to come and play for you. They don't care about how much money they're getting, they just enjoy the time with you and they want to come and play for you. So you being a good manager and having success and the likes of shots and stuff. It's easier for you to attract better players. Probably same with you, Branco. Then I is. I don't believe it, but I, when the first time I was at Cumnock, I bought Simon, Simon Black, John Tinney, Stuart McDonald, Richie Barr, Johnny McClay. They're not paying you here. Maybe you should have told me Richie Barr went left here, went in the meadow for, for a lot of money. Machine, but Richie Barr came from Renfrew to here because obviously I came from Renfrew to here with Johnny McClay. I think he's in seventy pound a week. Mm. Uh, he was—he was a Scottish internationalist. Uh, I know Stuart McDonald was on more than that year. Are you the same, Tony? You believe in that, don't you? You get the players based on the, the relationship you've got with them as a as a see, person, as a manager. Believe, believe it or not, Dax, see, see when you get a relationship with the players and they work with you, and there's a loyalty and a trust. trust, trust what, what happens is there's a bond and a trust, and they know where you stand and I know where they stand and you work together and you say this is what I'm going to do with you this is what you'll give me in return and you, you get that kind of trust but see when it comes to contract neg- negotiations it's easy Aye. you don't even actually have to talk about money really it, see, see the best players they don't want to talk they know they're worth a few quid and, you, and, and the way that we've always worked well Branco and I you know what a player's worth so you don't insult them by saying I'll give you 40 quid when he's really a £120 player so you, you, you just say to the player this is what I think you're worth so it makes the negotiations easier, but I've always found a lot of negotiations with players, I always ask them their personal circumstances. If you get three kids, you get five kids, you get two kids, whatever, do you prefer to get your wages that way or do you want it just lumped to Christmas? So you try and work with them I, I as well. we touches so, that make a big difference, so I think that it shows a personal touch with players in that you actually are interested mm-hmm. in their situation. 
And it, I think, again, players, that's more important than money. See if you've got a, a guy who is, you, you think, well, this guy cares about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's relationships with the guys. It's like, I guarantee you that Tony is still speaks to the likes of Saidi, Tam Hanlon and yep. all that. And Brian will be the same with his players because you end up having a relationship that for life, it's like me with David Gregg and it's like, you meet managers, like I'm still really close with my manager under 21s because mm-hmm. i just seen him as that figure, that mature figure and all that and I had an amazing relationship with him so it's, it is a bond for life I always yeah. think because you spend that, you spend that, that, time. that time with him. That important time as well. Can you hear us alright all Craig because I know that that's jumping in there isn't it? <laughs> 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 you see you might have that by something and you put it there and then you know what I mean? No in the buffs you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no there's chance. a hole in there. <laughs> 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 Missy's dark hoping I'm watching this episode. Oh can you let me pull that shirt down? The other thing as well is that Branko came across this as well. You take boys, you take a punt on boys when they're younger. So like say, if I if I look at say Sidey or Steph McCluskey and boys like that, they were skinny boys when I took them. And now Sidey plays for Junior Scotland. <laughs> 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 Venoms and shots, never in there. But like we went upstairs. Branco's had a bundle in as well. Sean Winters, know them. Malky, you take them as yeah. young players, Frank. you develop them, and well, you put them upstairs. That was something I was I was going to go into. Is see the fact that you're talking about signing stuff. Like I'm the same age as Sidi. I've played against him at youth football and known him for quite a long time. And obviously had a very good career at this level. And he's a very good player. In my opinion, could have played higher. But how have you found it as? progressing through the years trying to find younger players it's something like I know what Dak's like trying to get players in and it's I'm starting to experience it now where I'm struggling a wee bit now because I've been away for this level for quite a while so I've, I've struggled to get boys in because I don't know who the young good players are you try and keep your finger on the pulse to, to know for talking sake if new men said that an 18 year old boy who oh, he looks a good gene we'll need to keep an eye on him for the next couple of years or is that something that you just look at don't be scared to take a chance early on though, because guys will develop and progress at different stages. you just got to have patience with them as well. you get a diamond that will come in right away and hit the ground running, but you also get one that might develop further on down the line. How do you try and keep a player like that happy where it's... Young. Who, I, who isn't he? Massive communication, you've got to have that with them. I mean, I, I can talk about Stuart McCann if you want. So I brought Stuart McCann to Pollock, for example, and... Uh, Stuart hated me for four months, yeah. never played him. But what I done was every single week, Monday and a Wednesday, I took him out for a one-to-one session with me and I say, this is what you need to do. I broke down his game and I say, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do better. And instead of getting up, he's brilliant there. At the start when he was coming, he was just flicking the ball and I'm saying, you're flicking on to anybody. Right. I said, so when you're up there, have a wee look, scan, take it down or put it by or put it to somebody, whatever you need to do. But I broke his game down into trying to make him a better striker. But I knew he was straining the leash for four months. I seen the progression. I was working on his finishing, right foot, left foot, shooting, flicking on, taking it in, bringing us into the game. And then when I put him in the team about November, he never came out of the team. Mm-hmm. But he was ready to play. But if I'd put him in in the September, he's miles off it. Uh, yeah. He's got he's got to be a better player. But and it's, br- and it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. It's brilliant to see Stuart McCann now as a player. Uh, he's a man now. He's he's, he's built 
he's quick, you know, he's aggressive and he's he's a great boy to coach as well. So it's important that you get them at the right age, as Branko Aye. says, but you've got to put a lot of work into them. Aye. You can't just say, on you go and play and make a million mistakes, but you try and, you try and make them better. You've got to have the coaching team to do that Aye. as well, because as well as you're spending time with that boy Aye. to develop him, the, the whole first the whole group can of suffer from Aye, exactly. So we've got a, it appears we've got a young boy, Jay Linney, who is 18, really small, really slight, but you can see there's there's a player in there. And I, I genuinely think he could progress into stepping up a couple of levels, maybe being a Premier League player at some point. There's a lot in there, but you see the wee man there a couple of games we've had, he's got proper frustrated because he's used to uh, his 18s team getting the ball, drinking by people, and you're like, you're playing against men now. You need to maybe. They won't make it easy for them. Uh, you need to tailor your game a wee touch or just learn to kind of. Don't get close uh, to Just I uh, Just work on Don't these things. Don't give a chance to slow you down, all these things. It's good for like. For me and Dak being uh, young in terms of management and coming into the game, it's good hearing guys like yourself say that stuff where it's like. It's wee nuggets for where we could be selfish, where we pick it up, yeah, you know I've what I mean? I've said this to Tony and that when I've been messaging. We'd be very, very stupid, right? Us and anybody listening, nobody listen to what the likes of Tony Branco go to say, you've got Strainy, you've got Faz, you've got Mick Kennedy, Moff, Ryan McStay, nobody miss anybody out, basically everybody, because even Tommy and, Dick and Sean and that, you need to take on wee snippets for everybody, because as I've said, we said earlier, the, the amount of good coaches oh. and talented coaches and good people the level's littered with it. Uh, and I always think we get a bum deal with it because I always think the clubs look and they always stay within that senior ranks. But by by fuck man, so the standard's good. Sometimes you've got to ask a question, the boys, as well. So another one I can give you is Sidey. Sidey couldn't hear the ball when he came to me. He was, a, he was like a pipe cleaner. Uh, and it ended up at corners. I said to him, You're Martin, I don't like, I don't like that gaffer. I says, Well, Sidey, I'm putting you in there. You're six foot one. You need, to, you need to learn this. I says, You need to learn this to take my job. And now he's unbeatable in there. He's a left back. You look physical. He's physical, but he was like that. It's as you're saying, Tony, but it's you as a gaffer. You've got to see that. Other gaffers wouldn't invest the time. There's gaffers out there that wouldn't invest the time that you've done with Stuart McCann and other players, and Branco will be the same, pulling players aside, maybe playing the same position, passing on a bit of knowledge. Because you might not have that time. But you've seen something and you believe in your players that you're investing that time in them. Another good thing as well, as is, is, is Mark's already pointed out, you've got to have the management team to do that. Aye. See, like say, I couldn't go and do one-to-one with, say, Callum Veach, who we've brought to the club this year. I can't go to do that unless I've got quality coach in Mark, I've got a quality coach in Stuart Alson and a quality goalie coach. Because then they take the other 19 players mm-hmm. if I want to do a one-on-one with yeah. guys. Or if Mark wants to do a one-to-one with Greg Ferry, I've got to step in with Stuarty and yeah. look after the wider group. You've yeah. got to, you've got to have good coaches that you've got to See, bounce ideas. So obviously, you've had a very aging team when you've come in, and then you've ended up getting record points in the, the Super First when you've won it. How big a task was that summer for you? For going to getting relegated, what what do you think? Was there any individuals or certain things that you did as a management team that? that kind of turned it quite quickly, because it obviously was turned very quickly to, to have the successful season you had. Make sure the players wear socks. 
there's a lot of work you've got to do that, that's massive your recruitment's massive You've got to get the right types, the right age profile. We like working with boys, probably 22 to 28, where you can try and progress yeah. them through. So they, there's a togetherness and, and push them through. So if I think here, we've only got one boy over 30 now. Um, so the group's the right age. Level, but, the future, uh, we, need, we need to build them and, and push them through. And that doesn't mean you say we'll not bring anyone at that aye. age. If it's, yeah. if it's the right player that's going to complement what you've got, we'll do it. Aye. But it's, it's, you've got to remember the size of our pitch. We're playing Astro every week. And what we're doing, oh, you're not going to have an over 30 team. Well, that's the thing, Jock's talking about how big the, the pitch is. We'll need to turn his mic down a wee bit. I'm half I'm alright, I'm alright. Um, Look at that man, that is fucking serious. Anybody want to sing me turn around? You're doing it, come look, it's fucking brilliant in here. You look at, you're talking about the size of the pitch and Jock's telling me the dimensions and stuff, I think it was like 97 metres by, or 97 metres by 60, and it's a big pitch. You've got to have the right the right individuals to be able to, to utilise that, because so we've spoken about it with Ashfield, you've known that you're probably going to be a two-team team, where it's... You've got a chance, PG, we need legs, you know, mate. I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you guys. Like this is why it just shows you like it's good for other people to watch your podcast, even other managers, other coaches. Because we were quite naive. We're a young management team, we're naive. You can sometimes think, ah, but we're doing alright. But we, we watch the podcast, Maxie watch the podcast, not and then sometimes when you do think it's like maybe it is mm-hmm. if Stevie Rankin and Davey and that are saying something and they've been so successful in the game, you need to maybe take a step back and go, mm, is that maybe a worth exploring? Because we were just maybe, we're part is tight and things like that, so it's maybe something that we need to think about and be open-minded and I know it's something that we've spoke about and Max will always make the call based on what he thinks is the best, he'll never be influenced but we did take a step back and we listen to what people's got to say. Well see you saying that because obviously we're, like um, my team's playing your team in the next few weeks and I've already been thinking that park's tight, who's probably best to play and even though it's only pre-season friendly you never switch off, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, who's probably best to play? And I don't know whether yeah, it's... I tell you what, but I'm never going to be as nervous for a friendly in my life, mate, when we play you mate. Mate, I know it's horrible. It's me, it's not. Unfortunately, you should be beating us, so I don't have the pressure. I know this is a bit Franco and Tony and Cumber, but... Uh, yeah, pressure, pressure. Uh, we, we're supposed to get beat off him, so it doesn't matter. He's a bit nervous, but it's a cross-bar challenge. The good thing is, now when I come up to Cumber, when I bring Ashfield up to play Cumnock, nah, I've relaxed, man, I'm not arguing, man, I'm not arguing, man, I'm not arguing, so I can just swagger up, because he's not right, boys, so. Max, he'll be like, ah, Riser, where's, where's Dak? He's like, oh, he's in at the pole, on the social media. Thank you very much, man. Look at that, look at the service, I think it's brilliant. So, see, your team and your coaching methods have got, as well as being versatile, don't be too stubborn on it. Aye. Thanks I know, I know, I know, I've ever bought that there, Tony, it's one of your I'm the first. <laughs> I know, we've, we've kind of, we've kind of branched off it, it, but it's, it's... It's, I think you're, you're right, being versatile is big, because, you oh, see, Callum Davidson, to, to put it at the top level in this country, Callum Davidson had says that 3-5-2 was not something he looked at then when he took the uh, St Johnston job 
and ended up winning a double, having playing a three-five-two because that was the personnel he had. Well, when we talk about uh, Cumnock, when we came here, um, the team was playing four-three-three. Yeah. They weren't a four-three-three team. The group of players they had miles away from a four-three-three team. Yeah. Try to shoehorn a formation in that didn't work. So we ended up going a four diamond two and went eight, eight games unbeaten, six clean sheets. Yeah. Did you like that, Lizzie? I tell you what, like Lizzie. Like, but what's happened is, Lizzie liked the diamond. What, what we had was we had four quality central midfielders, yeah. aye. but so they was only playing the three. Aye. And, and one was on the bench. And maybe didn't have the win. Aye, so what we ended up doing was just yeah. working the four of them together. You've got to play to your strengths, haven't you? You've got to look at your players. That diamond can move in your areas as well. So it will give you a diamond. What people don't understand is, probably how much work you had to put into that because as you say it's easy playing yeah. four four central players but trying to let uh, them understand the diamond and how to play in a diamond is a different way to work that, rather than playing a flat four where it's four it sticks with last whole thumb when you're playing uh, four central midfielders yeah. that show you need uh, with but trying to teach boys and picking the right player to play the one the tip the one at the deepest and that's yeah but huge credit to I the players huge credit to the players as well because they adapted very very well to it uh, and, and bought they did. it right away they, they understood where they we were coming from they the drinks that you're going to have to get a oh. hotel tonight. <laughs> you, you'll be coming back, you. I'm signing. I'm signing. so I mean, be open-minded about your formation. Be open-minded about your players because sometimes you get a, a cracking player that comes to you. Like we got a bluebird when I was at Paul with David Winters. What a, what a phenomenal player. Bro, best finisher I've worked with. Tremendous player. And then. You then say to yourself, well, David's not an out-and-out traditional nine, but what a finisher. And he's more a ten. Aye. He could play, but he could finish. He was brilliant. So you couldn't try and show shoehorn a formation and say, David, be a centre-forward, a batman, and that's not him. Aye. But he just retired, trying, didn't he? Oh, me. what a player. Went in as an assistant manager at Cali Braves, isn't he? What a player. Still Aye. speak to David all the time. How did that feel after winning a Scottish with shots, and then where you are? You weren't the favourites at all, and then losing on penalties to Beath, where you probably would have been favourites for the, the game. How? What's the contrasting emotions for that? Oh, it's gotten. I mean, let's like, say, but you've got to be, you've got to show your class. You know, you've got to show your class in victory and defeat. I remember when we won it, Tommy Sloan was different class with me after the game, and, and I'd like to think I showed a touch of class to Johnny Miller in his group. When I, I was gutted for oh, the players, gutted for the supporters, gutted for myself, but you've just got to show a bit of humility in class and say, well, well done to Beath. And to be honest, if there was ever a club that deserved to win it, it was probably Beath. It was their first trophy. I was delighted for Johnny to win it as a manager. I was delighted for Big Bowl. And they, they were a good group of boys. You know, they, they, they took the post a couple of times, yeah, didn't yeah. they, Beath? They were a good club. Yeah, it was a good wee spell. They were kind of going through that team as well. Right, Branco, Arthurly, the big rivals of Pollock. How was your time there? when I had them in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jürgen Klopp! Jürgen Klopp to Guardiola! Oh, That's man. what you saw. That's Jürgen Klopp to Guardiola. He's on the mantelpiece of the house. Don't get me wrong. Branko's loving this. <laughs> <laughs> what I love it, man. He's fucking... What did you ask him? I just, I just, just like to... Uh, I just like to... One of your former players, um, Paul Stewart Tiny, had sent me a message because you was played them yesterday, even though this will be out on the 16th of June. He's played a couple of weeks ago. And uh, his, I want to hear what you think of what Tiny said about the game. So uh, yesterday's game. Yesterday's game. <laughs> oh, it'll be his. It'll be his 
come and see. Well, what, what Tiny has said is, uh, I asked him how was the game yesterday, he said, I would say it was a decent friendly. We probably had the better half, well, I'm assuming he meant first half, especially first 30. What, what was your score? Second. <laughs> well, second, <laughs> probably Ichi Pichi. So, um, Tiny, the boys are going to dissect your, uh, your views on the game. What did you think of uh, Tiny's comments? We must have got beat. What was this score? It was 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. It was 1-0. So we didn't really no have any of the game. There was no mention of him throwing goal, was there? No, he, didn't listen. he, he never said that to us. No, I, 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 yeah. I think he was treading water at that stage. <laughs> you have fun. You have friendship to the market. Not at all. Is he the thing is? He fucking asked Branko about Affleck, mate. I just had to mention it because... Uh, it was coming for you that time. Danny, go back out in that pole, mate. You fucking sick of it. You're thinking that top of you. Why did you mention that about him talking to you? I can't believe I get my nubbins out. I can't believe I get my nubbins out. If Mrs. Dax sees this episode, anybody do not tell her, she will know. No, Joe, let's not watch this one. He's up, Matt. She knows you'll say, I love her to bounce right, but she'll be going, he's up, Matt, so she'll come from his body. Let's be honest, but Jill's no surprised by any of this behaviour. Oh no, she's just delivering me. This is the way I are all the time. And uh, I'm sorry, Jill. Don't anyway, don't have no, Don't have his Jill right, but you chose to marry him, so this is on well, you. Believe me, right. she's a diamond. Well, I was fortunate to get asked to take it. Fabi and I got asked to take the job after they went through probably a kind of tough patch. Um, they had a successful time with Wee Quaidy and Frank Lynch and then they went through a transition, I think it was Gary Folds or one or two before that and they were going through a tough patch and um, the officials there, a guy called Billy Anderson I knew through business with William Tracy's, he asked Fabi and I would we go in and, and take the team to the end of the season and that was it as much as it was. So Fabi and I went in, we knew, we knew a few of the players there, Fabi had played with them. Um, we, kept him up and we win the old Central League Cup against Renfrew in the final and the officials then offered us the job full time which was great, brilliant, we, we accepted the job but one thing I said to Fabi is we're very very young, we've not, we've just finished playing, we need to bring somebody experienced in to be the rock beside us and there was no better guy than me, Quaidy, so we brought Quaidy in and he was there for me through thick and thin and um, not long into that season, Fabi decided he wanted to still play. So he moved back to playing, and then we brought um, Gavin Duncan. What age were you when you first in there? Uh, I'll be 36 when I was at Arthur and Fabi would have been 35. How did you find that then, Branko, going for being young? Because what's the players in the team like? From my experience, see, when we've been at, when we've been at Ashfield, we've when the gaffer got the job and we'd been in, we were all at 33, 34, 35, there was, and, but we had the likes of Marky McManus was 38, Diego, what a player, one of the, one of the best technically, you know Paul McCulloch and Diego, I mean, brilliant, 39, and but you're sitting in your, you're in charge of a dressing room, and there's boys in that dressing room older than you, do you know what yeah, I mean? I didn't treat it any different for obviously being the captain of a successful team. It was, uh, it was just an it's a character. You're either a person that can communicate and lead, or you're not. And, and it was you're just the captain of that team that's that successful, and the names that you lined off when you and Faz won that Scottish Cup, and all that success with that Buffs team, then you've got to have a bit about you, haven't you? No, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, to have yeah. a bit about you. They were a good side. Uh, and and a very the good communication side. with your players is, is 
Harman, I mean, it's how you, it's how you have that relationship with them. I think it is huge. It's, again, something I'll be bringing it up because uh, myself and Dak involved at this level coaching now, and it's, it's something when I coached at amateur level, I wasn't very good at. I just thought, tell players what to do, they'll do it. And it's for me, I mean, I'm only That's the difference, room. and that's what's different between me and you. I'm all about the players. I love to get in and about the players. You're very good. Like, see, for me, see, sometimes you make hard decisions that's going to upset somebody. I find that difficult sometimes, personally. And I know for you boys, you've been managers. How hard do you find that? Well, you need to tell somebody they're not playing and there's somebody that's not going to make a cup final squad. Or there's somebody... Be honest with them. Be honest. I can do it, but by fuck, it's I hate nice. doing yeah, it. And, and, be honest, because obviously, yeah. don't butter it up. Because nah. the guy's not going to be happy about it. See, see the easy side of managing a team and leading a club is when you're winning, right? right? So that's easy because everyone's at the momentum, the roller coaster's going, everybody's on side. The the difficult part of managing, as you've you've pointed out, leaving boys at Scottish Cup teams, squads. You're not picked. I'm sorry. You're not in the 18. You're not in the 16. Whatever it is, hard. But you've got to be honest, as Brank says, about you've got to communicate. The other thing as well is see if you've had a wee bump in the road. You've had two or three defeats, pressures on, that's when you've got to show leadership, you've got to be a proper manager then. The easy bit is when you're winning, you're winning that's easy, because you don't have to do an awful lot actually, you know, because the boys take that along. When you're getting beat, that's when you've really got to step up to the plate. I also was very fortunate, I thought, to inherit a young, vibrant, young side. They were a good side. They nah, need, they 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 so you had Sean Winter, Craig Malcolm, yeah, Frank players. McEwen. They're all still kicking a ball off him. Um, Ging- Ginge. Ah, Steve Aitken. T- mentioned Tiny and all, got it. Lee Sharp. No, we signed Tiny. There you go then, I'm last sorry. Tiny, you um, know what you signed I mean, we were talking about the, I mean, the, some of the boys that in that team that all, well, five of them went to Stranraer. Steve Aitken, ah, Lee Sharp, Frank, Frank Malky, and Sean went to Stranraer. Neil Parry ended up going to Queen's Park. Neil Parry was a good goalkeeper. Mick Keenan went to Queen's Park. So, I mean, that team ended up breaking up. I mean, when I was playing 21s, I got asked to go in with Steve Easton, was Gaffer at PZ at the time. I know, Easton. And Neil Parry. Neil Parry was a goalie. Fucking brilliant. We had Joe Andrew. Joe's a good player as well. Great player. We got him from Alwa. So, Joe was at Arthur, he went to Alwa and then came back. Good player, Joe. So, how how are you you talking about the it's kind of easier when you're winning. How are you even now as a, a team? Uh, how did you, sorry, PG, sorry. I've heavy interrupted you there, mate. And how did you link up? Because obviously I know that, Tony, you've had your backroom staff and Branko's been... Have you so, written to me, Branko? Uh, this was the thing you do. Have I done a talk here for the podcast? How it came about was I had my management team at, when I was at Lanark. Had two good seasons at Lanark, brilliant. Two promotions, done really well. And then went to Shorts, same thing. Won a, won a few things, but the same management team had Stuart and Alston and Biscuit and Sheldy, who was there for a few years. But when I went into Pollock, I asked Branko, because what happened was Sheldy was uh, stepping aside, and I'd asked Branko to come on. And what ended up happening was no, 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 no. So what's happened is his work situation. Was it? National Logistics Director or something like that. He, he took me on a big role and it meant a lot of travelling and he had a lot of things to sort. Right. And when I asked him, it was the wrong time. And what ended up happening was I brought Murdy in. Right. So I had me, Stuart, Murdy and Biscuit. Um, but it was Branco that I'd asked to come in. That was 
how it worked out. You know, it's so bad how it worked out, and then so I just take it, Tony. When but you then, go to the when I came job, here, I'd ask you asked again because was Stuart in. So what was your link? How did you? We use always just know each other for the game. Always know each other. Used to slaughter each other. You still do. Ah, yeah. Listen, I know. No, I think I think there's a lot of respect because. When I used to play against his athlete team, I fucking hated it, right? Ah, yeah. Because he used to jammy bastards, right? He used to win one nothing and all that. So you he's know. telling the truth when he had one <laughs> on you, nobody. <laughs> I go on one back, but because when he went to Coburn, we talked to him about the Scottish. He's like, right, you got one off one. You got one. You got one off one. Was it nappy between us? Oh, was no. No. You said no. You said no. I'm one. It's, it's the last result you always think you're in. Aye. Who won the last result between us? Oh dear, so you're always thinking that one. I don't bother. But you'll be happy then. You'll be happy, Tony. You got your man then. So what yeah. ended up happening is I came here. Stuart and Biscuit were the management team. Me, Mick had phoned us up for Darvo and said, "Can I take Biscuit and Stuart?" Because he didn't have a management team, and he said, "I need somebody at that level." Aye. So I mean, I've known Michael. He's a good friend, and. Uh, spoke about it and I says well as long as you know that when I come back in they're coming with me because they're guys they're loyalties to me so what happened was when I came here I knew they were in contract to Darvo but I'd, I'd always wanted to work with Mark because I'd always hated playing against these teams but there was a lot of respect there as well so when we came in you know we had to work that out but then Stuart and Biscuit have now joined us you know this season so, so a couple of things we obviously I've, I've been my man moan rights and been a That's manager but prior to that I was an assistant I was assistant to Billy Peacock at Renfrew I was assistant to Shanksy here at Cumnock I was assistant to Wardy Albion Rovers so obviously my job took me away from the managerial side and to be fair I don't know if folk will say I am right or wrong I, I prefer being a number two I, I just it's obviously my job is, is quite demanding and it takes a bit of time as well and, and so does managing the club yeah. but we, we, I think we bounce a lot of things off each other and we've got a lot of same ideas about football and the other thing as well is the other two that we are really good as well yeah. they've worked with me for 10 years so Stuarty Stuarty and Branco knew each other like Biscuit knows yeah, yeah, so we, we've, we've all been pals Biscuit and Stuart will be like family because you've went all that time yeah. together probably Mark is as well so yeah. we've got a good group and you know, don't get me wrong, seeing that, that wee taxi sport in that room, some arguments. Ah, so dare I, dare dare I, I, I don't like that, I don't like that. Can I be yes, man? Aye, I don't want any to be a yes, man. That's what we said with Max, I don't know how many times, and I said it in our podcast that we've done before, it's like, Max, he's like you, Tony, where you say like you like to have the views of all your background staff. Like There's times with Max, he's, he's very good at that, where he, he can bounce things, but he's very good at then saying, no, I'm going to do it this way, mm-hmm. and then with a things, but seeing you're in that dressing room, you're 100% behind the gaffer, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. even though you're sitting there going, he's a fuck, he's a dick, he done a day, but, and I think, what I think is better. Oh, of course it is. In, in public you'll always agree, uh, but uh, you'll, you'll have your disagreements uh, behind the scenes. And it's, it's healthy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. The, the other good thing is, see when you're inside the park together, you see different things. Yes. So, I like to say, you'll not mind me saying it, but Stuart is all about how we're playing, isn't he? He's super focused on we're doing this well and we're doing that well whereas I'm looking at the opposition how to unpick them Branco's got that eye as well where he's doing well for us and we're getting joy in this area so we try and fuse all that together and somehow you come up with a solution to a wee problem so it's good to you don't see if you have yes men it's pointless being in football pointless 
You've got to have different ideals. That was one of the things I said to Swifty. I love watching Swifty go. Listen, this is what it's all about. You've wrote down starting off you and we're just having a right good chat about football Not and this level of football. See, the thing is, it's good to hear. It's good to hear different sides. Like, that's what it's good. Again, go back to myself and Dak doing it. It's good for us to speak to guys like yourself because we have certain views on it. It's like you're saying about Maxi. Well, you know what I think about Maxi after a few times I've met him. I think Maxi's brilliant. I think he's a great guy. I think that Ashfield are in very good hands under him. But it's good to see as well where, because I know you think him, but at the same time, you need that, but you can't you just go, yes, Maxi, yes. Well, I went into Coburnley with Swifty Swift Crilly, and uh, the first thing I said to him is, the two years have surrounded yourself with your mates, as your players. Aye. And they kind of looked at me and I said, well, I wasn't coming here to be a part. You've surrounded yourself with mates, and there's, there's, there's no fit. Mm-hmm. Your pitch is huge, and there's no fit. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went, oh. Yeah, it's it's good to see, I'm actually, I don't know Swifty personally, but it's good to see him getting the standing job. <laughs> because we've said it, um, Dak says it all the time, we're massive on this level and promoting it. There's so many good managers at this level. He's developed every team in the club he's been. Exactly. Right? It's, I mean, like, so it speaks volumes from I used to, used to be assistant manager at a Saturday morning amateur team and uh, we trained beside Swifty's team when he was at BSC at Scotston and I used to like watching them. I'd like sometimes, like uh, my mate Jai who was a manager, he'd be doing a drill and I'd just disappear and watch Swifty's training for a bit and uh, you can see why he does well because he knows his stuff. Yeah. But on to your time at Cumnock now, he's having had, he's been here what, two years in November it'll be you were saying, aye, aye. But he's having had a lot of games due to Covid obviously and there's nothing that can be done about that. What are you trying to build here? Right, go first. Yeah, I mean, you're starting off with the foundations, and obviously, from where we were, we finished off. I mean, you could say we finished off at the wrong time because we were the momentum the run was here. You can also say we finished off at a good time so we can go and build and, and develop from there on. But that's only started the piece, there's a, there's a, there's a long journey here. Um, but it's all saying that you need to walk before you can run, before you can do everything else. So that, that's where we're going. We're taking stages and stages at a time. Big one for us is was the club license as well. Aye. All these things are all going on. They all might, as you say, you take small steps at a time, they all add up. Definitely. You can take. I mean, like I say, I've wrote the club a three-year plan, and uh, that's an incre- incremental progress. So they've got to, first and foremost, as Mark says, you've got to get the right foundations in place. So academy structure, twenties team, making the first team better, making the first team secure, which we've done. The next stage is now being competitive. So being competitive in our eyes is later stages of the trophies and as high up the league as possible. So, but you can't, we've walked in the door and we were joint 15th, you can't go for joint 15th to first in the Super Premier League. It's 20 teams who are all ambitious, who are all stable, who have been together a long time. We're bringing a new group together and what's happened is that's going to take time to gel, but but it's no through a lack of willingness, coaching, ability, togetherness, team, team management, team bonding. That'll all happen in the background, and we will be competitive this year. Nobody says we don't want to be number oh, one. Of course, I. But you need to be realistic mm-hmm. about what you're trying to achieve. You, you need to just take it incremental steps, and then by maybe this time next year, you're a different proposition for players to attract, and also where you are in the league, or what league you're in. I think it's so, good to see for your short spell down here the, the night that seems to be the committee are supporting it big time. We and they're buying into it. 
and they've, they've got your back on that. And that, see, he's a management team, like, he's were sitting saying, like, the committee have really your back when he's a really, both of you were saying, if he's a really wanted to try and get something, they've done their best to try and get you. You see all the work that they've done behind the scenes, then, you know, it's... Well, I said that to Tony, I mean, Cumlock's always been a big club. You've been there, I've it's always, always known been. Cumlock. I've just never but been good enough to continue here and play. They've just never ignited the fire. Th- this might surprise you. Having been a Pollock manager for four or five years, this is actually a bigger club than Pollock. Mm. Pollock's got a lot of, they've got a loyal fan base, but they've not got the fan base that this club could right. have. Plus as well, the community hub here is phenomenal. Right. It's a proper community facility, and it's a pro- proper community club. Not only are they doing all this stuff for the kids, the academy, for fun fours up to the twenties, but they also do food parcels exactly. and stuff like that. All of that brilliant stuff around about the community. A proper community club doing the right things by their people. So you want to give something back there. As a manager, you want to give something back. As a manager of the first team, try and give something back to the No pressure to you, but last time I was here as a number two was the Scottish Cup final. Alright <laughs> <laughs> Joe. But last time I was here as a number two was the Scottish Cup final. Eh? They lost though. But they, they, they did. They did. Aye. You've done your homework, eh? Aye. The other thing is, you say you say the one. I don't know. 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 I don't He's only going to accept yourselves. No, no chance. Without a committee being on you saying we want success, you're demanding that on yourselves, you know what I mean? So it's see, see for me, you're, you're touching on the, the community hub stuff, and it's so different the club in terms of it. I know the club personally, and I know how big a club is and what it means to. How much has it changed since you've been here? Mate, that's what I was about to say, it's so different in terms of. I'd say that a job when we were talking earlier, I was talking to a couple of our committee guys who I thought were first class and everything they were saying. It's like, before it was like, we were just a, just a football, the football team. But now, see, you're talking about the food bank stuff, and I think that uh, Dak's going to be steaming soon. Oh, the food bites! That was the thing, how bad did they make it in top level goal? Like, said, we horns, they're pints. They're actually pints. They're full pints. But see, talking about like, everything the club's doing and see in a cynical point of view for it, it could be seen and I know it's not the way it's been done because I know it's it's come up men who are doing this stuff mm-hmm. in a cynical way you could say well that's going to get you people in the door which helps the club but see for me talking to the guys I could see how passionate they were like yous, I said it earlier before uh, we came on yous were all kind of the part talking and I was outside with the committee guys and I can see how passionate they are about the club and the community and I think that like you say with Pollock who are massive this is a bigger thing than Pollock in a sense because you, you can feel the community like even we're laughing and joking the young team through there getting a bevy on a Sunday night like, aye and they knew, they knew, they knew Brian Cone Tony are falling you eyes aye you know what I mean that's strange I think he knows bigger than Pollock and they were having Glasgow everybody's always happening it's big Dax in the house I came in here and was like who are you well there's Dax he's big pal but the fact that they're here Big series, pal. Big series, man. <laughs> so serious, man. The, the fact yes, that they're here... Oh, I'm all I'm fucking game here, man. Honestly, you like to see me in a dressing room. I just fought with everybody. <laughs> I don't have a funny side in me. But everything's been put together so well. It's been 11, 12 years since I've been here. And it, it seems so yeah, far ahead, honestly. I think. And I think that with that behind you, 
yous are only going to get better in particular having and I'll use Dax Tracy I'm not going to smoke up your ass but having the calibre of you two and your backroom staff who have won stuff and have been at finals and all that I think that the club has got a real good chance at being able to push here the next three or four years to, to look to win this league or get into the Lowland League every day and you, you want to be here when it takes off Aye. that's a big big thing for us isn't it yeah. you want to I mean Branco's told me some stories when he was here before what it was like but the committee are more forward thinking you know there's businessmen in the committee it's not like an old junior committee as you would see it but you've got that side of it but you want to be here when the success comes round and you want to play a part in that and you want to give back that's, that's a big big thing for me they're also yeah. aware is if you don't move with the times they'll be left behind them. Yeah, that's that's a big that thing that's going on in football just now I, 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 I repeat see, what see the thing is when we walked in all the work's been done at Cumnock right and you walked in and it was all the pictures of old teams and that and PG wasn't even one of them <laughs> 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 what happened I knew that was coming what happened Dak just what you're saying there see, <laughs> see the lights say very very soon at this level you're going to have the halves and the have-nots. You're going to have the clubs that have the licence that are pushing forward. Aye. And you're going to have the ones that have not who will just regress. Well, we, we spoke about it's it. It's hard, but Tony, for clubs that have well, the resources. But, but what's happened is you'll see this will, this, this will come through in the next But they did say, but we had Matt on Dana Shop, Matt Banford. See, I'm calling him Matt now as if like, my pill-makers. <laughs> my, my friend, he's my friend. Long, he's not supposed to be sitting on the podcast. That's the Tony Branco will speak to me out of the podcast. But, no, but Matt Banford said, like, hopefully, then, it's like, the league are going to try with the day to help. Do you feel as a club that he's got help for the league? Like, but I don't know if that's something they're going to try. I think the officials got better. some help, ah, didn't yeah, they? We, we, we don't really see they get pushed yeah. on for that. We didn't. Involved in that's, a, that's a family over there. It's not a football park, it's not a football ground, it's not a football teams. It's a family. Love that, that job. That love it. Love that, that, that's what it's all. That's what, I, that's what I feel as if it's like Ashfield, because I know, every, I know the all nine people that come to Ashfield every week. It's a family club, mate. It's like, it's like, see all the changes. All the changes. There's been some, some amount of change in ChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChangesChanges
once the game's done, the dust is settled and you go in. It's sure a shiver with somebody else and they're talking about, ah. they're talking shite, aren't they? Ah. And you're sitting going, you're on the management team, you're trying to bite your tongue going, I, I don't know. It's either that or you, you go out and you ah. debrief the game and you wait till the players are away. Ah, it's hard. We totally pitch us, you can score the biker. Is oh, it? I, I, said, I couldn't go in the, I couldn't go in the park, Branco, he's <laughs> going to buy a kick, man. Look, I'm going to use an exclusive, you might see a bit of Dak this season, to be honest with you. Huh? He's, uh, he's, uh, he's been, he's got, his brother's got a gym, right? I know Dak's, almost every day he's in there. He's see getting not, himself see, sharp. See, see you get something to tell us? Aye, he's not even told me this, Branco, it's just something uh, I'm feeling. Are you going to snub this? I feel like under off? pressure, I'm on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, are you going to snub this contract offer? Listen, if it's between Ashfield and having a chance of being in the squad and being signed as a player again and coming up here and getting big pints <laughs> <laughs> and venoms and dancing in a polo every Saturday, sorry Max, I'm going to even come up with choice to come up Let's just do the deal for the boy here, it's fine. Never mind money, so I'm talking about money, I don't care. I'll talk about the money later. I'll tell you what, that's as good a place as any to finish. That's an exclusive Dak signing with Cumnock. No, I, 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 I wish, me, I wish that. But look, guys, we really appreciate his inviting us down. Jock, well, thank you very much for having us. I, I think what you've got here is tremendous. The, everything for the, the kind of team you're building, what you're doing in at the club, the community work, I think it's commendable. And I've really enjoyed seeing it to see how much it's changed in the last 10 years. I think it's tremendous. We'll leave the last word with the boys, but. You blow smoke up, I'm going to blow smoke up yours. Boys, what a management team coming up. I've gotten a very, very lucky, in my opinion, to have these guys in that have been so successful in the game, know their grade so well, and they're only going to take the club through the roof. Uh, we've been lucky enough to be sitting talking for hours before and hopefully after this about the plans for the future and Cumnock's in really safe hands. And what's the, what, what is it for next season, boys? What, what's the plans? Where, where is it going? What's, what's happening? It's high up as we can possibly finish. We're ambitious mm. as management team and as a football club. We want to be competitive at the right end, you know, going all the way to finals and, you know, as high up the league as we can. So, And the Senior Scottish Cup's a nice wee bonus yeah. for us this year. So let's see where that takes us. Big draw and hopefully we'll exactly. be able to back then. I'm going to ask you to say what the final word for us um, in a minute. But what, what I did like having been down here was the the dartboard you've got in the dressing room with the Talbot team on it, I like that. <laughs> that was good, man. I like that. Just throwing darts at home so I had a place, I like that. And I'll be hang in with, there with you put no, it I seen Tony walk in, rip out Tucker. He was dead gracious and all that when we beat him and that. We're good friends. Wait, he's a top man. Tony, can you do us a favour? Can yes. you ask uh, our wonderful viewers to like your channel and subscribe to the channel? So you can have last word, because I normally say it and Dax already asked you. Go on. No. One is there. Well, I want to see them there. Franco, he's Franco, Franco, you get that like now. I'm telling you. <laughs> Brilliant, guys. Subscribe and like to Thank this Thank you very much. Cheers. Yes. Excellent, guys. Cheers. Let's go. Top, fellas.